Heart of Grief is a program by Certified Grief Recovery Specialists Lori Penner and Brian McGee. Brian and Lori are not professional counselors. They do not offer therapy. If you are experiencing a crisis, please reach out to your local emergency or healthcare providers. What Lori and Brian offer in this podcast is an authentic, personal familiarity with the pain of loss and a straightforward approach to recovery that has proven transformative in the lives of thousands of grievers. As proud sponsors of the Grief Recovery Method programs, Parton Brothers Funeral Chapels in Lethbridge, Alberta are pleased to partner with Brian and Lori to bring you this podcast. We hope our listeners will discover genuine, practical help and encouragement. Welcome back to our listeners. I need to begin this episode with another apology for late publication. Just some more scheduling challenges here, I'm afraid. We'd hoped to get this program out to you on October 21st, 2020, and here it is October 25th. But be assured that our intention continues to be to provide you with helpful material on a regular basis and to publish on dates that end in a one. In this program, you're going to be hearing from John W. James and Russell Friedman, the two principal voices of the grief recovery method. This segment was recorded some years ago, prior to Russell's death in November of 2016. We want you to hear directly from these inspired men about the genesis and motive behind the grief recovery method. Then Lori and I will be sharing with you from our own personal journeys and how we discovered this transformational program. So let's begin by hearing from John and Russell. My name is John James, and I started the Grief Recovery Institute over 30 years ago as a result of the death of a son in 1977. I, like many other people that I've met over the years, had made the assumption that because loss was such a common occurrence, that there would be people who were trained and to know how to help. And sadly, what I discovered is, is that most of the help that people offered was intellectual in nature, and my brain wasn't really broken, it was my heart. So over a period of about eight months, I discovered a process that helped me to feel better. When John James created the phrase grief recovery back in the late 70s, almost no one had ever heard the words grief and recovery in the same sentence. And people would say to us, is recovery even possible? To this day, some people still contest it. But we we discuss it with them, we argue it with them, and we show them from our own personal experience, from our own losses, how we have recovered and regained a sense of well-being in our lives in spite of the losses that have happened. The really neat part is we give a practical applicable set of actions people can take rather than sitting and waiting to feel better, which most people do because that's what they were taught. So the key here is actions to feel better or different than we felt and not be paralyzed into inaction, which keeps us stuck forever. One of the reasons I'm sitting here talking today is so that we can make ourselves available to people when the need is. Otherwise they go, I needed you 20 years ago when my daughter died, where were you? 
We don't want anyone to have to say that ever again. Every loss is as the result of the end of an emotional relationship. And every relationship is unique. So everyone grieves at 100% whatever the loss is. And one loss has nothing whatsoever to do with the other. Part of grief recovery is to unlearn some of the stuff we all learned. So, and whether we learned it professionally or at the feet of our parents, doesn't matter. We have to unlearn some myths about grief so we can learn the method that will help us complete unfinished business. It is never too soon to start to heal your heart. I would say that within 15 minutes following a loss of any kind, the griever's mind is already starting to identify the things that they wish they had done differently or better. I cannot imagine, nor have I seen in 34 years, any benefit accrue to anyone as a result of waiting. We have a different perspective, and the perspective is two things. It's an absolute respect of unique individual human relationships and a recognition of a method of recovery that is available to anyone who's willing to do it. I don't care where they live, I don't care what their economic status is, I don't care what their religious beliefs are. When you experience a loss, your heart hurts, and we would love to help all the people who are, are having that kind of an experience. We're glad to provide this opportunity for our listeners to hear directly from John and Russell, and now it's back to Brian and Lori. Over the various episodes of The Heart of Grief, Lori and I have shared bits and pieces of our personal stories. Like most people, we learned how to deal with loss simply by observing and modeling what we heard growing up. Most of what we learned from family was reinforced by what we heard and observed in our broader communities. Though there were things unique to us as individuals, of course, there were some very common outcomes for us as well. Essentially, that the ideas we received were not very helpful. The primary approach that I personally took away from my informal lessons was to essentially step back and remain silent in response to difficult loss events. Just be quiet and try to sort it out yourself became my M.O. This usually included finding something busy to do. The first very difficult emotional loss I experienced with a conscious awareness of it as a large grief event was the unexpected death of my father in 1999. I didn't have an opportunity for any final conversations with Dad. There was no chance for preparation, no goodbyes, no I love you, Dad. Of course, I was very sad. I missed my father. But in addition, I felt an awareness of incompletion regarding the things I didn't have opportunity to do or say. I didn't have any tools for resolving that nagging incompleteness. The next very emotionally difficult loss for me was eight years later. Really, it was a series of things over a few short months that included a marital separation and the ending of a career of 20 years. In this case, my primary response was to just get busy and get going to build a new life. Busyness only worked for about eight months until I was on the edge of exhaustion with no loss recovery benefit to show for it. I knew I had to find something that would help long term. I went on a search for help. 
and I found some programs that showed a little promise, and then came upon the Grief Recovery Institute and their little purple book. Actually, the Grief Recovery Handbook was yellow back then. As I mentioned in our last episode, I knew as soon as I began reading that I had found what I was looking for. Within a couple months, with the assistance of my employer, Martin Brothers Funeral Home, I attended a four-day grief recovery workshop and training event in Calgary, Alberta. Through this program, I found the personal recovery I was looking for. I also found a great gift that I knew I wanted to share with others. That was January 2009, 10 years following my father's death. Since then, I've had the privilege of leading around 40 grief recovery groups involving several hundred people. I've seen many other folks experience the great benefits of the program in different formats, and I look forward, God willing, to helping many more in the years to come. One of the many satisfying outcomes of my years of work with the grief recovery method has been to see a colleague, Lori Penner, come to benefit personally and then to join me in facilitating the programs. We're going to listen to Lori's story now. At nine years old, I experienced my first death, that of my best pal, my little dog Snoopy. I remember being so sad and at that moment knew what a broken heart felt like. My mom and others told me what I needed to do to feel better and of course I listened to them. But I truthfully never felt better. My heart still hurt and I cried every night laying in bed. For 17 years I was a coordinator of two victim services units and I was often one of a small group of people involved in the terrible task of informing people of the devastating news about a loved one. During these years, I learned much about grief and loss and the impact grief had on people, but I always felt there was something missing. I remember telling people that in time, the loss would become easier because time was a gift. In response to people seeking direction on how to navigate the coming weeks, months, and even years, I recall telling them to be strong and keep busy. It was just going to take time. These words were meant to soothe and encourage and were told to me as a child with the losses I faced. And my parents were likely told the same thing. Fast forward. I began working at Martin Brothers Funeral Home, which was a lifelong dream. This may sound odd to some, but my extensive work with people who experienced death and loss I realized this was the work I was meant to do. Within my first few weeks, I noticed there was someone, some guy named Brian, that was doing a program called Grief Recovery. My heart sank. I had envisioned my role at the funeral home would evolve into working with the families and supporting them in the days and weeks after the loss. A few years ago, there was a loss in my life, that of my ex-husband. At the moment I learned he died, My heart felt so broken and so sad. These were feelings I didn't honestly expect to that degree because we had been divorced for 12 years. I had my alone cry, then kicked full time into mom mode, my three adult kids and the five little granddaughters I had at the time needed me to be strong and they became my focus. Another fast forward. Nearing the one year anniversary of his death, I was contacted by that coworker who did the grief recovery work at the funeral home. He was offering a new course called When Children Grieve, 
and wanted to know if I would like to sit in and give him feedback on the program and his presentation style. Absolutely I did. I felt this was a double opportunity for me. First, and most importantly, I would hopefully learn how to help my kids and granddaughters, and second, I would also be able to check out the work that this Brian guy was doing. During the six weeks, I sat and listened, mentally making comments about the course and his delivery as he had asked. Week two was a pivotal week, and I was asked to read a few chapters in the book. As I was reading, I was hit like a ton of bricks. I realized in one paragraph what was missing for grieving people, for me. The next chapter introduced the myths of grief, and I realized that they were exactly what I was doing with my own grief. I had said and done most of them because that was how I was told to grieve, by my parents, loved ones, and society. It was during this week that my life was changed forever. Brian and I had many conversations about grief recovery, and I knew this program would change many lives. Mine had already been changed, and I hadn't even finished the program. In October of 2017, I traveled to Billings, Montana, which was the closest city offering training, and received my certification as a grief recovery specialist. The knowledge I gained has allowed me to assist others in their grief. I have worked through the many losses I've had in my life, and I'm now at a place where I'm able to remember the person or the event without the searing ache and heaviness I carried around for years. After I finished my training, I was invited by Brian to co-facilitate a program with him at Martin Brothers, and it is truly a gift to be able to work alongside him and learn from his vast experience with this program. At last count, I've worked with 157 people, either one-on-one or in groups at the funeral home or at my job where I'm a geriatric social worker. Just a message to our listeners. This is meant to offer you encouragement that if your heart is shattered and you're not finding your days having any relief from the pain of your loss, this program does work. There are many formats available for you to access the grief recovery method. Brian is going to provide more details on these various ways that you too can heal your broken heart. And thank you, Lori, for sharing your story and for sharing with me in this work. The primary program of the Grief Recovery Method is an eight-session group program, usually offered once a week for eight weeks. This foundational program is also available in a one-on-one format, either in person or online. With the current COVID-19 restrictions in place, more emphasis is being placed on providing access to the online platform. Additional programs include the four-session educational program, Helping Children Grieve, that Lori referred to. This is intended to help parents and other caregivers to assist the grieving children in their lives. There's also the very important and unique Pet Loss Recovery Program. Lori and I are both certified to lead all these formats. Ways to contact us for program schedules, costs, and other details are provided in our outro and in our program notes. You may contact the Grief Recovery Institute directly by phone at 800-334-7606. Very soon we will launch our own webpage for theheartofgrief.com, 
providing additional ways to contact us. The mission of the Grief Recovery Institute is our mission at the heart of grief. It is to ensure that someone is there for you following a significant emotional loss. Only so much help can be provided via podcast or even a book, a blog, or a web page. The greatest benefits of this program can be achieved only by working directly with a certified grief recovery specialist. Lori or I would love to work with you or help you connect with a specialist in your own area. To search for a specialist near you, go to www.griefrecoverymethod.com and click on Our Programs to select the search options. Our next program of The Heart of Grief will be a Questions of Faith edition to be published on October 31st, 2020. This will feature an interview with Michael Rose of IamSignificant.ca, host of the Becoming Love podcast and author of his first book by the same title. I hope you'll listen in then. Bye for now. As mentioned, we love to receive comments and questions from our listeners. We invite emails to feedback at theheartofgrief.com. If you'd like to send us paper mail, it can go to The Heart of Grief, care of 610 4th Street South, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, T1J4P3. And of course, you can subscribe through your podcast service provider.